It's ridiculous that people are playing Pokemon Go and driving. After all those, like, don't text and drive things. And it's just like, I'm not uh, texting and driving. I'm Pokemon going and driving. <laughs> Catching Pokemon doesn't require much attention, does it? Yeah. Well, or, or is it the thing is you gotta, where, like, you should be driving. If you're driving along and you're trying to flick Pokeballs, I sometimes have to stop walking to do that. <laughs> and even then, you still have to pass your phone to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Nick, do this for me. I can't catch oh, the fish. man. <laughs> So He's getting away. <laughs> the fish is too quick. <laughs> the fish is too quick. This land fish is too quick. Hey, welcome to Front Seat Gamer. This is episode 42. I'm Nick. I'm here with Severn. Hey, Nick. And Blake. Hi. How are you guys going? Good. You can, Nod- no nodding. one can see you <laughs> nodding. <laughs> Severn is nodding on a I'm, podcast. I'm good, thanks. Oh, man. It's not a vodcast. Is that a thing? Still? A vodcast. Vod- yeah. Video, po- I don't know, whatever. Like vaudeville. Yeah. 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 Does, do, do you know what vaudeville is? Because I actually don't I think, think it's, I know it was it. A, it was a type of entertainment. Yes. All I know is that piano is going. Ding, 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 it was it was like a variety show sort of thing, I think. But right. like, it like staged variety show, but and sort of like before television. Thing is like when when people say, "Oh, it's like vaudevillian comedy," I'm like, "Oh yeah, sure," but I actually don't know at all. I think that's like real slapstick, right? Like that that's the thing know. where the hook comes out from the side of the stage and like grabs someone off right. stage because they're being so terrible. Like okay. I'm sure that's a vaudeville thing. All right. Well, um, you know what? After this, I'm going to Google it. Like maybe Charlie Chaplin, right? Man, we've gone way off topic already. We Vodcast. What, 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 are you play, what are you guys playing? Holy crap. Um, I'll start I'll start off this week. Cool. I never start off. Um, uh, I've been playing a little bit of Clash Royale, uh, a bit of Hearthstone, uh, and that's about it. Well, a lot of working. Doing a lot of work. Cause what have you been working on? Path of Exile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything um, in particular with that game? Well, this morning, uh, in our time, or several days ago, up to an infinite amount of time ago, depending on when you're listening to this, um, we announced Atlas of Worlds, which is uh, the next Path of Exile expansion coming out in three weeks. Um, there's just there's a lot going into that, and there's a lot to do, uh, and it's going to be really cool. Uh, so, pathofexile.com! Yeah. <laughs> Read about it! It sounds cool. Slash the Atlas of Worlds, maybe. This, <laughs> this, this expansion. What do we call? What do we actually call these things? Like, this are they expansions or are they like mini expansions is, or? Because they, because they're not like the major expansion, right? Like it's, you know, it's not, it's not, not like act. an Act Four no. type thing. No, but um, I but mean, it's more than just like a little bit of DLC or something, right? Yep. It's more than just a league. Yes. It, I mean, it, it comes with a league, so of course but it's more than just yeah, the league. The league and a whole bunch of other content. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I I don't quite. I mean, I think we sort of describe them as mini expansions. Yeah. but it's like a. It's misleading because there's actually a ton of content. Yeah, it makes it sound small, yeah, but it's not. It's oftentimes like a new act lasts. You can get through a new act in a couple hours, whereas you yeah. can't get through this content. Which is bigger than an act. It's. <laughs> it's such a deceiving thing because <laughs> an act has like quests and new tiles and like a completely new art and like mm. tons of assets and voice acting and all this new stuff. Um, 
that is. I mean, this just... there's new voice acting in this. Yeah. So... Oh, I, oh, I know. And, and sort <laughs> sort of new tiles. Um, sort of. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll talk about that in a yeah. bit. I think. Um. What? But. Uh. So I'll talk a bit about Hearthstone because I think it was last night they also launched um. A night in Karzan, the first the first part. Yep. Of that. Uh, new. What do they call them? Adventures. Solo yep. adventures. Um. And. It's really, really, really good. Yeah. I, this is the best one yet. I was but, surprised by the um, like tone of it or theme yeah. like of it. So the, that it's... You watch the trailer, and the trailer is mm. like basically, welcome to this big house party. Yeah, it's I'm, like, I'm this it... wonderful host. But when, then you play the prologue, and you're playing as Medivh, right. and there's an unwanted guest, and he's um, is that Prince, the player? Uh, Malkazar, who is in, in World of Warcraft, he's like the boss of the Karazhan. Uh, like raid, he's the final boss, and he's the unwanted guest. And he's a demon, right? He, yeah, he's an yeah. Eridar demon. <clears throat> so he's this huge, towering dude, and, and he's like tossing, like dude, like giant rock demons on you and all sorts of stuff. And um, in this, you, he's he's the first encounter, and it's oh, such a beautiful encounter because he's so he starts off with more mana crystals than you, hmm. and his like hero power. Just produces a six six elemental every oh. turn, or six six like golem, six six demon thing, whatever it is every turn. And wow, and you have like um, some decent spells, and then you have a, a creature who every time you play a spell, it shuffles that spell back into your deck. Hmm. And you've got like spells that make all your spells free, and spells that add a bunch of mana crystals for that turn only. And the whole point of this is you sort of build up a deck cycle in the middle of playing it. It's such a beautifully designed, designed encounter because it feels at the start like the odds are o- overwhelmingly against you, and you slowly piece together a strategy as you're playing, and then in, by the end you've sort of mastered this encounter and beaten it. And it's is this with a deck that you've never seen before? Yeah, it's, it's a custom deck, yep. and you're playing as Medivh, and your hero power is like you draw three cards, mm-hmm. and so it's it's just a very clever um, uh, opening encounter. Mm. And spoilers. Uh, you you beat the demon, and you banish him to his dimension, and then he pulls you in as well. Oh right! And so the whole storyline is Medivh has been taken from his party. You have to go and find him. <laughs> <laughs> and so the rest of the encounters are all like, we've got to find Medivh. Let's so do these tasks. Is it even in Karazhan then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you go through all these Karazhan encounters. Oh, so okay. The first wing has you fight um the I think it's called the Silverware Golem. So he's made of like cups and plates and and oh, basically awesome. all his, all his spells. That's cool. I like that. <laughs> all his spells pl- um, place like plates or forks or knives wow. or spoons, and are all like cutlery themed. That seems like such a fairy tale character. Yeah, it's as well. it's, like, it's great. Yeah. Um. The the next one. Oh geez. Um. I actually don't remember what the next one is, but the the last one is chess. Okay. Um, the Karazhan had a chess-based encounter. Yeah. And obviously you can't do like 8x8 eight eight chess in a like 2x7 card game. Mm. Um, but the way they've done chess in in, in this Karazhan thing is, is really clever. It feels very sort of strategic um, in a way I wasn't expecting. And the heroic version is very, very, very difficult. And I've tried it once and it was too hard. And I haven't oh, wow. <laughs> tried it since. How much of this game have you played then? Because didn't it only just come 
No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was four four little encounters um came out yesterday. And then there'll be like I think three over the next like three each week for the next few oh, weeks. Yeah. Are you are you buying wings separate or are you I bought them all at once because the... you get a discount. Yeah. Yep. Wings. What? So <laughs> hot wings. Severn, oh, Severn, okay. we've, got, we've got a sleepy Severn today because we all went to breakfast and Severn had too much coffee and for some reason his body works opposite to all other <laughs> bodies mm-hmm. and instead of getting all pepped up he just gets nappy mm-hmm. and grumpy exactly. I think it was the um, what was it called hodgepodge or something the mishmash, mishmash. Oh, yeah. yes he got the mishmash which looked delicious mm-hmm. shout out to Federal Deli but, but what are these wings okay so wings basically <laughs> rather than like release the expansion all at once mm-hmm. um, back in, when World of Warcraft I mean, it still exists. World of Warcraft <laughs> still has Back these raid encounters good. that uh, are divided into wings. Like, so if you, if you ever did you play much World of Warcraft? No, none. Okay, so like the very first ever raid encounter was Molten Core, and it would take like six hours to do mm-hmm. uh, if you if you're like on a pretty good guild, like the minimum mm. it would take about six hours to do. I um, went in there with because it was like it started off as a forty man, yeah, a forty person, yeah group dungeon Jeez. and uh, I went in there with a pickup group that I just saw a shout out for like oh we're all doing this thing mm-hmm. who wants to join us and we all went there and I spent probably like six hours in there and didn't really get past the first like didn't get to the first boss yeah yeah it can happen with yeah. 40 other people yep. yep is that just a cluster effort yeah. Yep. <laughs> if, I mean, you can if, swear on this podcast. Like, what? Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm a little nappy. A, a cluster fart. It is like a cluster fart. Yeah. But okay, wings. So, um, <laughs> so one of the solutions that uh, Blizzard took, they, they also had like the like even the five man dungeons. They're like these three hour dungeons that are just they're long, like argu- and and they're fun, but they you know the, you can only pay attention for so long, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Blizzard started taking more towards having the dungeons broken up into smaller sections. Mm-hmm. So like rather than having like eight or nine bosses in a sequence separated by trash monsters or whatever, like you'd do like three bosses and then you'd get the key to the next wing and you could you could go and do that wing whenever you want. Oh uh, right. Uh, so I was it's, thinking... it's more focused on session based game play than like mm-hmm. um sit down this is this is your day. Gotcha. Um and so they're sort of doing an analogy to this. Oh, and then then they started releasing like wings and bosses um, for raids because guilds would blow through content too quickly, and so to prolong and to sort of also give more balanced time to the design team, they would uh, split these raid encounters up into wings. You get a few bosses, and then it, where the next boss wouldn't be available for a week or two, and then they would release it. Um, and so they're doing the same thing for Hearthstone. Um, I think part of it is is encouraging people logging in over a longer period of time, mm-hmm. and in any sort of mobile game, that habit building is important. Um, but also part of it is I think they look at how people are responding to the encounters, and they have you know a few days to tune appropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there are like teething problems, it gives them time to work them out. Uh, so with all the adventures modes so far, they release a wing a week, and there's usually four wings. Maybe five sometimes. Gotcha. I was yeah. I was fully thinking of like back attachments or you know things. Right. Oh, we're thinking that. of bird wings. Yeah. yeah instead yeah. of like building wings. Yeah, wings yeah. in a manner. Um, yeah. So that's that's what I'm talking about when I say wings. Gotcha. You can get a horse, uh, by play for <laughs> World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. 
by playing Hearthstone that a, has a mount? wings. Yeah, yeah a mount that yeah, has yeah. wings. Yeah, so you you get a part of that horse once per week, and then <laughs> you start off with the with the front legs, uh, head and tail. Yep. Then yeah. Uh, so uh, I actually the, the car is in, you. I mean, the, I think my favorite thing about the car is in expansion so far is, uh, you can play. There there are multiple encounters where you can hand it over to someone who's never played Hearthstone before. And they'll pretty quickly, or or they've played like a little bit, and they'll mm. pretty quickly put together how it all works and have like a really fun time. That's cool. So the chess encounter, because like you your deck is set, your opponent's deck is set, all of the rules are pretty clearly explained during the encounter and on mm. the cards. Um, I gave this to my girlfriend, and she said, "This is the most fun I've had playing Hearthstone ever." Wow. Um, and it's just like because it, it's like a fun and interesting puzzle, mm. and, and if if you like puzzles, it's it's what it is. Yeah. Um. So, so far, Karzan is just phenomenally good, um, and great. it makes me like, I I mean I I like Hearthstone, but the solo adventures are I think better <laughs> and more fun than the multiplayer. Wow. <laughs> Which is I wish that this was just like uh sometimes I wish that they had put more resources into the like the single player i th- I think because you quite like quizzes and puzzles right uh yeah and you've kind of just said that it's almost like a puzzle yeah, yeah that's I mean, that's what it is it there, there yeah. are puzzles and a lot of times it's like here's there's this crazy mechanic actually the, i just remember what the other encounter is you fight against a mirror and every time you play a minion you get a one one copy of that minion in addition oh um okay and so um yeah they give you this interesting mechanic and either they they have like a deck that you use and you have to use it strategically and figure out what the solution is or you build the solution out of your own card pool yeah and those are both interesting to me um so yeah this is i think this is quite well suited to my style of play mm. um, i don't love like the constructed mode where you're you're building a deck with a win condition your opponent's building a deck with a win condition and you're just sort of clashing those win conditions together mm. and seeing who's comes out on top. I mean, you you already said that you prefer the arena. Yeah, arena is a little little. There's a little Drafting. bit of puzzle building mm. into that, just in the draft format. And like, at at every turn, you have to assess what are the risks, you know, mm. in a way that you don't necessarily do that in constructed. In constructed, you have a fir- often you have a firm idea of what the risks yeah, you are. Yeah, you have a you have a game plan. Well, yeah, and you also you establish what their deck is quite quickly, mm. and from there, if you know the meta. You can guess what they'll they might play next turn. Mm. Arena is not like that, um, and a lot of people hate that about Arena. But this is what I enjoy. Mm. Um, so yeah, if if you like Hearthstone, if if you've played Hearthstone in the past and thought it was fun, Karzan is a really really solid uh, solo adventure so far. Like I'm I'm surprised because cool. I was I was expecting it to be like yeah I had a good time and it was fun but I'm like I'm really excited for I, the next wing I was just shocked with that theme because like I know Karazan from World of Warcraft and it's this gloomy dark like yeah maybe on the outside but when you go inside there's all this like fairy tale stuff going oh, on as yes, well but I suppose there is but I mean they're the all whole, like evil fairy tales but this is much more yeah, brightly but, but the whole like medieval thing is that he was corrupted by demons and yeah. all this like you yeah know, yeah they completely demonic stuff that's and they're that, just like, they're yeah, like yeah no, no none of that yeah. It's all a good happy time. Yeah. It's a party. Yeah, this is this is awesome. It's like yeah. playing through a series of fairy tales. It's cool. It's a card game. It's very cool. Really good. Yeah. Um Severn, what have you been playing? Um a, a lot of Rocket League still. But I but I have been um 
Dablin in Substance Painter, and this is not much of a game, but Blake knows about it. Yeah, Substance and it's, Painter, and it's taken the uh, art that... world by storm. Yeah, explain. It's a uh, it's a texturing package, it, uh, much in the same way that uh, ZBrush revolutionized the way you model. I think Substance Painter kind of came along and and took the whole texturing thing. It, in the past, you'd have to texture a model uh, in Photoshop mainly. Okay, and it would be it would... that's where you. Uh, I, my understanding um, is you. Sort of unwrap the model. Mm-hmm. So if you think of like a uh, a pyramid, like an Egyptian style square pyramid, you'd have like square um, pyramids. Yep. Yeah, but but in, in Photoshop it would look like a square and then four triangles, each connected in a, in mm-hmm. a sort of um, semicircle around a, it. A better way to think of it would be a globe and unwrapping it into a map. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and yeah, their coordinates that correspond to the actual model. Um, but you'd you would look at it as an image and then apply that texture to yeah. to the model, yeah. mm. um, which, which nothing new there. But Substance Paint is fantastic because it's uh, it's built for the whole PBR system. Mm. PBR, the physically based rendering system, which is what the entire industry is moving towards right, right now. Is is that basically um, using actual physics to simulate light and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, okay. it's uh, it's fantastic. And, um, yeah, like movies and games are g- kind of going for it as well. But it, it's cool because you can just paint on the model like you yeah, like, like you normally really would. Cool. And, and what, what's awesome about Substance Painter is um, you could take a game asset, like, you know, a character in Path of Exile, and you could work on it at 512 resolution, which is like a pretty common resolution we use. Um, and on the fly, if, if we had to rescale it, you can actually... <laughs> Just set it to two K or something, and it will resample all the textures too. Really? Yeah, dude. It's kind of wicked because it saves the brush strokes. I I think I, I'm actually not sure what it does, but it's using like it's it's got its own like textures, right? Like yeah, I, I don't how how are you like say you have your own custom texture that you want to use. What's like the importing? Is there any sort of like process to like get it to paint? There, there in, are, in it? dude. It, it gets really technical, and yeah. um, yeah, Substance has like an entire package where, right. like, paint is the one where you just apply textures and just paint like you normally would. Yeah. Um, but then they also have Substance Designer, okay, which is a, another standalone package, and you can, you could almost work on a rock texture or something like a procedural rock texture, just mm-hmm. combining, you know, uh. Fractals together and colors. Hang on, fractals. Oh man, anything like <laughs> just just random patterns, right? Fraggles okay. from you know, fraggle oh, sorry. Rock, you know. <laughs> Did you hear fraggles? No, I heard frackles, but I, oh, fractals. Frackle, oh, fractals. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. The because uh, I heard fractals. Infinite. <laughs> I was Wait, trying so, to figure out uh, is this like an industry <laughs> term that's just the silliest name ever? Ah, uh, I combined the frackles with the blorps, and uh, you get yourself but, a spoogle. It's like it's like fuzzy logic. I like that, that's one of my favorite. Fuzzy logic. Yeah. Have you ever, yeah. Yeah, fuzzy logic. Is that like a washing machine thing? <laughs> it's if it's, only it's it sounds for, like it should it's be. for washing machine programming. I, I you knew can it. put in your fuzzy logic, yeah, uh, and the output is you know just a, a fluffier sweater. We're um so we get <laughs> damn it. Um yeah, I'm playing around with that, and it's and it's very fun. So that um okay, so in substance designer, did you say? So is are you like? If you're, I'm surprised you haven't got into it, Blake, because you're you're meant to have been. Yeah, an Blake. So here's, the, so here's the thing, <laughs> you, you're missing a key point here. Yep, not not nice. Two hundred bucks. 
Well, if you got in early. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> if I got on the Kickstarter. <laughs> it would have been 150 bucks. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what's that extra 50 covering exactly? Uh, they, they did a really sneaky thing where like the early the version of it. <laughs> the early Sneaky version bastards. of it was um, it was fifty bucks, and it was like the substance one beta that you right. got on Steam. Sure. Um, and and I guess they just wanted to, you know, make it cheaper just yep. to get it out there. But then when two came out, they were like, "Hey, this is a whole other thing. We're gonna charge so more have, for it." I have a question for you. My two D art skills mm-hmm. are crappy at best. Mm-hmm. Could I use this program and make something that's decent looking? You actually, it combines a whole lot of stuff. Right. How's your 3D modeling? Uh, worse. <laughs> well, <laughs> well if, if you had an already like unwrapped 3D model, yeah, you probably could, right? Because from, I mean, I haven't, I've only seen videos of it, but it looks like you're just, you're basically like painting a D&D miniature. Like right. that's kind of the way to think of it, I think. Yeah. It, it's so good, man. Okay. But you're, you're painting it not just with color, but with actual like texture. You know, so you yeah, do yeah. a brush stroke and it looks like it's leather or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. sounds cool. I w- I'd like to give it a shot. Dude, you could fully do that. You could just, yeah, get, get a leather brush stroke mm. and then just go to town on this freaking whatever. Listen. What are you painting in leather, guys? <laughs> everything everything is in leather now. It's it's where it's, the industry is heading. Working on some sort of gimp game I don't know about. Like, <laughs> That's uh, the next path of exit. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> the next expansion the next is all... Expansion is all um, is, uh, it's all leather. It's the leather realm. It's uh, Pulp Fiction themed. Yeah. Um, yeah, but okay. So, the so when you like create textures in it, are you, um, you know how you make shaders where you're dragging like nodes into things? Is it that kind of thing? That that would be designer. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can export those out. Yeah. And then import them into Painter. Okay. And that's cool. use them as their own thing. Yeah. Um, it, dude, it's wicked. Yeah. And, I, and that's one of the reasons why um, Uncharted was so badass. Oh, right. Because they leverage it to nice. like like crazy. Um, so does this mean that like the visuals on Path of Exile should be like much better? Otherwise, it's your fault? Much, much better. Well, what do you mean? They look, I think they look pretty they good. Look they, they are. They are. <laughs> you know what? The latest content we've been putting out looks astounding. But. You know, if if we don't see a leaps and bounds improvement, I'm blaming you. Yeah, <laughs> damn. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's just an awesome tool to have. Like, um, it, it's sort of the thing that we needed that we didn't re- know we needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it came out. I imagine that could be quite good for for the tile sets and stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. For like seamless. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. It's, yeah, it'd be perfect. Could you do you remember the good old days when you had to paint out seams in Photoshop? Yeah, <laughs> I haven't like I'm. I've been lucky because I do environment stuff. I haven't really had to worry Some tileable about stuff. Yeah, I, like I, tileable stuff just sort of goes hand in hand, so I don't really have to worry about it. It's like like character models is really where seams come into into play a lot. Yep. We have issues with seams on older content in a big way. Even actually on the newer right. content, if you look at like Belly of the Beast, we see a lot. I think part of this is Belly of the Beast has a lot of like moving textures. Yeah, Belly of the Beast is doing some different stuff that I'm not sure how they did it I, there's like it seems like there's layers and of textures and there's like an anim i think that texture is just animated or something yeah to make it look. something yeah when you start scrolling textures yeah. um it's really difficult to line them up yeah, yeah. i remember so seeing issues there i mean it looks it looks it looks pretty good now but like i remember early on like every single tile just had a seam 
on it and it had like the moving you know Aww. walls and i was like oh yeah. jesus I, I hope we know what we're doing here <laughs> <laughs> um but it, t- it turned out all right talking about path of exile atlas of worlds so blake you <laughs> how are you going <laughs> I'm, um, go- I'm going well <laughs> you um uh you did a fair bit of work for this uh it, but normally you're designing like new tiles and yeah new tile sets and new like completely new art assets for them yeah but in this one you did a lot of for this expansion you did a lot of like stitching together of tiles yeah this one this one was um quite different to how we've done yeah like how i've operated it in the past have you had to do something like this before or is this oh yeah of course but yeah sure okay (laughs) what it's just (laughs) (laughs) like you idiot (laughs) like i mean like for example in act four right um safe like for the mines or whatever yeah um i just came up with a bunch of what i thought would look cool kind of thing yep. bridges and ledges and yep. whatever Rails and, and yeah and then um, so so there was a lot of like uh, and there was uh, initially there was a lot of that um kind of design from me mm-hmm. uh and then like when the level designers started working on it then they would re- request specific like tiles and joints and right and things like that um so um, this Atlas of Worlds has been all just uh, them re- uh, des- level design requesting stuff from me. Yeah. And, and usually um, the way we did it was that uh, one of the level designers um, would make a mock-up of what he needs. Yeah. So he can just continue working on um, on, other on, layouts. on his level uh, layout, yeah, yeah. layout stuff. And he's just got like some... Thing and, to and fill you, the hole. you get to review the changes in the actual environment. As yeah, result. yeah, yeah. And then I'll, I'll I'll go in and like clean it up and make it look nice, and then yeah. update it, and then you can see the the you know the end result. End result. Yeah. So an example of this, we have um, I think it's called Vol City is is one of the new maps we showed it off in one of the previews. Um, and it's uh, it uses like the Vol ruin tile sets, like the indoor like sequence of chambers one of the earliest tile sets i think in the oh, game right yep, yeah um but it is now layered in, on an outdoor tile set mm-hmm. um and that it's also like on a on a high elevation in the same way that like aqueducts is so you see like clouds below and and like rocks sticking up out of the clouds but the actual like the gameplay area um has these like chambers that look like strikingly similar to um Machu Picchu. I think mm. obviously that's the inspiration there, but it's it, the end result is really striking, and, and yeah. there's a whole bunch of maps that do s- similar things. I think it's it's cool just to see that um, change in like the environment lighting. Yeah, on a on a tile set. Oh, that's yes. so well known. Yeah, no, like um, in Act Four, uh, I sort of first saw this with um, you know, the aqueducts, right? Yeah, and I'd always you know just seen them in that like that gloomy gray, lighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's a map called um, Waterways, oh. I think. What's that? Waterway? Waterways. Yeah, I think that's the one yeah. that like completely changes it to yeah. a sunny look. And it's like it it's almost like a different task. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we we also did I mean Prophecy had um uh there there was a, a, a prophecy that took place in Lunaris and would re- replace all of the monsters in Lunaris Temple uh with Vol monsters and gave it the Vol environment. Oh in right. the in the Lunaris tile set. And so it was like really dark and really dark and and um and like a, a blue hue to everything hmm. on on the black tiles which was quite interesting um on the black and gold tiles whereas it, it's quite a red hue normally hmm. um and 
even though it's kind of a subtle change in a lot of ways, the um, the tone it provides, it just shows you like light and color. There's oh, so yeah. much yeah. to to the style and feel of his own. Mm. Um, so yeah, this just, I'm I'm excited for this expansion just because uh, considering the the few art resources we actually had, which was basically I think Blake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many other artists, 3D artists, worked on this one. Yeah, I think it was just Blake. It might have been, but like the <laughs> the one. amount of of mileage we get out of this is yeah really amazing. Yeah, and the thing is, like I like it wasn't actually that much work compared to like if I had to do a bunch of new tile sets, you know. Yeah, like I was just doing bits and pieces here and there that needed to be done. And it didn't. It, it wasn't as much work, you know, as right. as, uh, as creating whole new stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suspect we probably won't use this for like, uh, like we won't use this technique all the time. But when when we want like mm. new maps or whatever, it's yeah, like a it, great technique. To it use. works perfectly with maps. Yeah, like, for sure. Um, and then it, you know, new dun like whatever new dungeons we create. You've yeah, got like how many. You know, new tile sets. Can you mash together with right. those like new things? It's yeah, it, it's awesome. Yeah, um, let's talk about No Man's Sky because you picked it up. Yep, people have been talking about it on the internet. Yeah, I think they love it. <laughs> oh man, so this is an interesting thing. Um, so a lot of the reviews on Steam, like it's only been out uh, almost. He looked at a clock. Why have you looked hours. at a clock? <laughs> okay. Hours. On Steam? No, surely it's been out. Uh, uh, it came, it came out it, uh, yesterday. No, it came out this morning. Really? Yeah, I've only played it for like four hours. Then why were people complaining about like? Oh, it came, oh, out, no, it came, it came out a few days ago on PC. Right. Um, but oh, it came out specifically on Steam a few. Yeah, hours? yeah. Why I, the delay? Oh, I mean, not on PC. On PS4. I okay. Mean, it came out right. a few days ago on PS4. Gotcha. Got That's why everyone was like playing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it came out just today on um on PC. Yeah. Uh, but. A few weeks ago, um, a guy bought a leaked copy yep. off uh, eBay, I think, yep. for like $1,300. Worth it? Yeah, totally <laughs> worth it. Totally. And he, and he started, like, you, you know this and you guys know this, but for, for any listeners that don't, the guy started, like, streaming on, on Twitch this illegal coffee. Right. And he got shut down sure. because of it. Um, but you know, people had already recorded it yep. and they were posting it still on like on YouTube and whatever, sure. but they were getting shut down pretty quickly. So those illegal streams found a nice home on Pornhub. <laughs> I didn't know this. Yeah. So <laughs> there, if you search No Man's uh, Sky on Pornhub, you got Pornhub, a, the a home of gaming. Of, yeah, a ton of uh, No Man's Sky videos. Wow. Okay. Um, but you've been playing, you played this morning. How long have you played for? How many hours would you say you put into it? Four, four, I reckon, four or five. That's quite a lot of time considering it came out 12 hours ago and we spent about two hours at lunch. Yeah. And at some point, you had to sleep. So my so my time <laughs> my timeline is this. It came out at uh, about five this morning. Okay. I started playing it at six and then at around. <laughs> you got up. It's a Saturday. No, no. Okay, this is even crazier. I misjudged the time. <laughs> I thought it was coming out at four. And so I set my alarm for three thirty. Oh. Set it for four. Oh my god! And I got up. Oh, I had I went to bed at like ten, trying yep. to get to sleep, and I was just like, I felt like a kid at Christmas, just being like, oh man, no man's sky is coming. I just I just gotta sleep. 
Um, so anyway, struggled all night, woke up basically every, every hour looking at the time. Uh, then four o'clock hit and I was like, yes, this is it. I'm going to I'm gonna go play it finally. I went on Steam and it said available in one hour. I was like, oh. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, um, this, this finally started playing it at six. And yeah, played it till like maybe 10, 10.30 or something. And then yep. I started getting ready for the podcast. Yep. Um, but yeah, from what I've, what I've played, I'm really, really enjoying it. Yeah. Like I spent, I spent that four hours on the first planet, just walking around, finding stuff, scanning things, yep. collecting resources, shooting droids, shooting star- droids. Yep. Yeah. Looking at trying to find, I, I found a good place to, uh, uh, look at ships. There's <laughs> a catalog. Yeah, I, I, picked, I found a brochure. <laughs> Is it like those people who sit by airports and dude? Watch, it was exactly like that. Watch planes leaving. It was a hundred percent like that. I found wow. an airport. Basically, it was like a trading outpost that yeah. had these uh, landing pads, so ships were like coming in and out. Yeah, and it was fully set up with like like an airport with seats for waiting area, and there was like big screens and sure. and stuff. And there was a trading like port there. Yeah. Um, but uh, it it seems that if you see a ship. You can just walk up to it and um, like interact with it, and uh, this the owner of the ship basically pops up, and you can offer him uh, offer to buy the ship off him. <laughs> Hi, I know you just flown in here yeah. just randomly. Uh, mind if I buy your ship so and maybe it, stranded here? It's almost like you just it's almost like you're just sitting at like a bus stop and you see a car pull up and you're just yep. like, hey, uh, I'll give you <laughs> give you a thousand space credits for this uh, <laughs> this car here. Um, but yeah, it was totally like that, and I was just like sitting there looking at ships coming in and out, and like seeing if I could afford any of them. But no, I couldn't. You got like two hundred thousand units, whatever that means. Yeah, the cheapest one I found was like three hundred thousand. Okay. Most expensive one I've seen is like three million. Okay. So I mean, where did you get all those units? Oh, so um, I got, I got them from trading things. Yep. So you you there is like there is sort of loot, I guess. I haven't found any actual use for okay so there's like there's resources yep. that you find carbon and iron and uh, plutonium or whatever sure. and those are used for things but you can also trade them yep uh there but there are also items that i found like a what looked like a klingon knife type of thing like some weird like alien that. like ceremonial knife yep that i can't use as a weapon and i guess it's just like kind of vendor like a, trash, an artifact or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like okay, that's I'm cool. not. I'm not sure like how like deep this kind of thing right is supposed to go. Like yeah. this, this whole is it is it like thing? the gray items in World of Warcraft that are just there for the vendor? Yeah, or that, is that's it, is that's it what I wonder because like it's a seemed, crafting base or something. I, I don't like. I don't know. Like I've only sort of skimmed the surface of the crafting. I think. Right. Or I mean, I'm finding new recipes all the time. So maybe there's one that uses a Klingon. Yeah ceremonial knife or whatever but <laughs> i think it's called a klingon ceremonial knife yeah. game, right? um but yeah i just ended up like I, I found a few of these things like if you shoot the the um the robot guys yep the little the, yeah they, they drop like uh circuit boards and stuff i can't remember what they're called and, and a barrel yeah yeah well that, that that's what the circuit board is <laughs> oh, okay. they drop their they drop the barrel yeah. <laughs> they look like they look actually like beer kegs like yeah they totally like do metal beer kegs yeah it is kind of weird because the um the droid is like this high tech like uh, Glados almost looking yep. type of thing, and this like keg just drops out of <laughs> and it. And the keg is big. It's yeah. not 
It's, it's just not, like it doesn't look like it would fit. I guess it's like their power supply, maybe. Right. Like I mean, you could imagine that's a battery or something. Sure. A big double A battery. I think it's just what's easy to render. Probably. <laughs> it's also yeah, I mean it's also cool because like it's round. So well, it rolls it's down. Cylind- yeah, so so <laughs> you, if if I fought one like and I shot him near a cliff and I just watched it like roll down, I was like, Oh <laughs> Um But what was I saying? Yeah, that like those those guys <laughs> Like those guys drop like circuit boards and stuff, and I yep. don't know what to do with those besides sell them. Right. But it seems weird that they'd have like something in there that that's so like uh, detailed. Yeah. But also vendor trash. Well, I mean, a lot of games use um, the name color as a as a sort of an information. Yeah. These are so that that's device. also an interesting thing because these are green. Right. Like everything I found like that has been green. Like the the knife was green. These circuit boards are green. Interesting. Um, which in every other game, it, like it's it's a like a meaningful item in some yeah, way. Magic. Yeah. Level. Where the resources are just basically gray. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. I don't know. So I'm interested to see if that actually gets. If only there deeper. was some way to look up. I'm not doing it. T- tell you what. <laughs> um, h- how was the uh, zero tutorial for this game? Yes. Oh yeah. Sounds real good. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, so. Yeah, so the, the the tutorial is just like these little pop-ups in the corner that tell you to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty much it. It doesn't tell you anything about crafting, which needs the most tutorial. Like, I don't need to be told how to look into a crate. Um, also, like, time to crate. Mm-hmm. Start from start to crate uh, was like two seconds. Like, there were, oh, I started wow. with a crate in front of me. Jeez. Um, and I say that because we got a... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we, 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 we got a uh, message on our, on the on our website yeah, yeah. Yeah, about somebody saying... I can, you, I can read it versus, out. Yeah. This is from uh, Astonish, oh, at, at Sonish, as opposed to Astonish. I assume you cut and paste this. Yeah. At Sonish. It's uh, on, our, on our WordPress site. By the way, check it out. Frontseatgamer.wordpress.com. Um, he says, You guys forgot the most important, important aspect to compare between GTA and Witcher 3. You start to create measure, in which I believe Witcher Three loses horribly. And that's because um, Blake says there's a crate in the intro. Yep. But there's a crate about two seconds into No Man's Sky. Yeah, there is. It's a sci-fi crate. Yeah. <laughs> so counts. Cyber crate. Um, yeah. So it it tells you. Uh, what does it even tell you to do? Like scan for things and and stuff like that. But it's it's not. It says, like, find resources to repair your ship, and you need to... Re- the first thing you need to do is repair your ship, and that's mm-hmm. what it tells you to do. Uh, it doesn't tell you how to craft anything. If it does, I totally missed it. Um, so I I, took, I spent ages, like, trying to figure out how to craft because... Mostly because of um, my, like, knowledge of other crafting games where, you know, Minecraft or Ark or whatever, um, Terraria or whatever, first thing you do is build, like, a crafting table... You know, and then you use that to craft everything. So I, yep. I thought it was going to be something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe not put down the crafting table, but the table is like taking up a space in your inventory or something. Like no, you're not not at all. You just like click on an empty space in your inventory, and if you've got the resources, you can build the thing, and then it mm. it just slots right into that inventory thing. But it looked like there weren't many empty spaces available in your inventory. It yeah, like so it could only hold like about sixteen things or something like that. Yes, and and I've upgraded like several times. That's. Like you start off, you, you start <laughs> off with like, you start off with like maybe I want to say like 
six or maybe eight spaces and half of those are already full with like stuff that you need like right. your 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 uh, multi-tool is the thing that you use to harvest resources and shoot guys sure you've got your scanner that like that uh you know you scan the surrounding area for like resources and points of interest yep um and like your binoculars and your suit uh they're all taking up right. like spaces in your inventory so is there uh, like a stash style thing as well like the ship is kind of your stash what how much how much can that, that store uh i i'm not too sure i can't remember but again a lot of that is taken up with parts of the ship right. like engines and yeah and so, so like Path of Exile, we have a fairly limited inventory. Mm, but you have a, we have a huge, huge stash. Yeah, huge stash. And on top of that, um, uh, like a big part of the gameplay cycle is returning to town to sell right. stuff. And um, yeah, um, I and think we make like, it very easy. But it looked like in No Man's Sky, you need to be near a like a trading post or something. Yeah, to and, stuff, it, and that's... you you can certainly like scan. Uh, like from orbit for points of interest, like yep. trading posts and stuff. So that's sort of what I've, like that. That's the way I my game is sort of evolved. directing. Yeah, yep. directed to is like find a bunch of resources. I'm like, all right, I've had a space. I need to find a trader. Or like with the knife and stuff, I specifically take those, planning to trade them. Yeah, you know. So I then I've just got like it's just cargo. Then I know right. I'm, I'm transporting it to a, a a trader kind of thing. Let's get Severn's take on this game because. You love open world sandbox games. Okay. You, well, let me rephrase. I'll go, I'll you go love open you. world sandbox game. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll, I'll say one thing though, mm. and and you saw this as well, Savern. When you shoot the uh, the robot guys who are like the 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 protectatrons, <laughs> yeah. it has a GTA style, um, like what's it called, like rating or something. I don't, I don't know. Uh, wanted that... wanted level. Yeah. yeah, it has a GTA style wanted level. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you and you can. Uh, the more you, you know, the more you kill them, the worse, the worse cops come. The more space cops come. Mm-hmm. At some point, the army comes. Yeah, it's totally like that. Helicopter. Like I, I like you would have. We've all seen this on the, um, the, uh, the the promotional videos with the the, like big, two legged walking like, uh, uh, robot guys. You're thinking? No, I don't know what you're talking what? about. You know, in Star Wars. When you ha- those two legged. Oh, the, walking the chicken walkers. Yeah, yeah. 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 So there's ATSTs. Yeah, yeah. So there's those type of things, and yep. that's the level two um, space cop. Okay, right. I don't sure. know what any of this five levels. I don't know what goes beyond that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So GTA. <laughs> oh wow! It's like GTA. Well, hey, if if that's the case, then it's a fantastic <laughs> game. Um, I, I'm very much on the fence about this game. Uh, it it's cool. It yeah. looks like Blake's enjoying it, but I I don't get what the point of this particular game is. Um. Do you, do you, is, is Minecraft a game that interested you at all? No. Right. I feel like it, it, there's a similar attraction for people to uh, that Minecraft had to this, where it's a big procedurally generated open world that you get to explore. I see a lot of Path of Exile in this game. Apart from the, like, the setting is weird, very different. I see very little. <laughs> well, inventory management, um, exploration, uh, shooting at things, collecting Path resources. Path of Exile does not have a lot of exploration no? going on. Well, no. it's, it's all I mean, inventory it stuff. Does, but... It's a different style. It's it's more like this map is random, and I need to get to the end of it. Mm. <laughs> the, the the idea of yeah. not having a goal is is off putting to um, me. Yeah, I I I totally understand that. Like, I think there are definitely. I mean, I hate to say it, 
but there's two types of people in this world. <laughs> those that are goal oriented and those that just wander meander yeah. around. And I'm definitely a me- <laughs> me- meanderer. Yeah, you're, meanderer. You're, you're, yeah. a, you're a journey type person. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's that's fine. Like I was um, like that. That's probably why I liked Ark so much, right? There was no end goal with Ark, and me and like a bunch of friends, um, when we started playing it, um, a few of them dropped off because like they just said, "There's there's no point to this game. I don't see the point." Mm. And but it's you, like they they're the types of people that need missions or quests or goals, you know. You also made your own goals with your friends. Yeah, that's right. Uh, which I now want to address because multiplayer has been. A hotly debated issue right. regarding No Man's Sky. What's going on with that? Um, so, yeah. So all 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 through this whole hype train for like the last two or whatever years, right? Yeah. It, Sean Murray, uh, the head of like Hello Games, has been pretty vague on what multiplayer is going to be. Yeah. Like I remember him basically first first off saying it was going to be like Journey or Dark Souls, where Maybe you'll see people fade in and fade out or the something like that. The would be incidental at best. Yeah, right. yeah. And then that eventually, like, his end message was that you would actually be able to see people. Okay. Um, but the universe is so vast that the chances of two people meeting are, like, yeah. a trillion because to one. Billions of yeah. of possible destinations. There's 500 quintillion planets. It's okay. <laughs> or, I mean, not planets, star systems. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Um, so... So yeah, the chances of meeting people are almost impossible. Within the first day that it was uh, released on PlayStation, two people met. Yeah, uh, Except and they, they didn't. Right? Yeah, they because... well they met. They they coordinated with each other. Yeah, and then met up on this one planet and they were in the same building, but they couldn't see each other. Right. And not only that, one player saw the planet as day, and the other saw it as night. Right. And um, Hello Games' only sort of reply was like, "Oh well, that's amazing. I didn't expect." Two people, people to meet, meet so right. so quickly, and then he said something vague about the servers being overtaxed or something, right? Uh, but never actually never addressed. addressing, yeah, they, never they really addressed each other. But then he also posted a thing saying that, oh, we're gonna be we're adding a player scanner so to encourage more people meeting like this, right? So, except that, except they didn't meet, so yeah. I don't know what the hell is going on so with this. It seems like there's a lot of upset online mm. because. People were expecting this to be the sort of game where you could land on a planet and you might see another player running around yeah. shooting stuff, mining yeah. stuff, etc. And you could, like, you could potentially interact with them by shooting them or mining their stuff or whatever. Like in the same way that, like Daisy, you can run into players yeah. and, and interact with them. And there's this sort of um, emergent gameplay that comes from that. But what it seems like is actually happening is uh, you can see the effects of another player's actions um, secondhand. Yeah. Like, if someone names a planet, you'll see that planet's name. Mm. If someone uh, eliminates all of a, an animal from that planet, you'll you you won't see that animal on that planet. Mm. Um, but it sounds like you just won't. It's not the same. It's not the multiplayer experience people were expecting. It's not Minecraft where you'll see their avatar. Yeah. Well, but then it's weird that they're adding like a player scanner thing to well, find yeah. players. Like I, the the messaging is like. Just vague about it, like yeah. So we were talking about what happened, like why? Why was the messaging vague? Why? Uh, why was this confusion ever even an issue? Why was it never clear? I think. Um, well, I, I think one thing about that is that. I, I mean, I I don't know Sean Murray. And no. but, <laughs> but okay, um, go on. <laughs> I I think, going in a good direction already. <laughs> I think that 
he is being cautious about multiplayer because in his mind, um, when people ask about multiplayer, like what they're really asking is, is there going to be deathmatch? Is there going to be a capture the flag type thing? Right. And I'm wondering if that, it, like he's trying to like st stay away from that type of multiplayer. Like he doesn't want to say, right. yes, there's multiplayer because he's worried that there's there's a lot of connotation yeah that oh there's he said there's multiplayer that means there's deathmatch and capture the flag and right. all this stuff but but, but i mean I, i'm just guessing what he's thinking well, it I sounds don't know. like the opposite happened though because the multiplayer in in this game is very sort of uh asynchronous and, yeah but and my guess is and i've i've talked to you guys about this before he he peter molly it yeah uh he was doing these like he's Okay, he's a game developer. He's not like a a, a public person. He, like he didn't get he, no one really gets into game development to be famous, right? No, you get into podcasting for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, and he's uh, he's an untrained like media personality yeah. in a lot of ways. He's probably had some PR training at this point because you know he's it's, a big it's, game. it's it's unavoidable. Yeah. But um but when you're talking to someone who is not necessarily a, a gamer and they want us to know, can you see other people? It's probably hard to say, no, you won't directly see the other people, but you'll see the uh, their actions. Mm. Their actions will impact your game world. And that's a, that's a kind of complicated. But for like, someone who's not really familiar with with games, it's a it's a sort of a hard idea to communicate. So we probably just as as a harmless shorthand for saying that he just said, yeah, sure, multiplayer. But he started off saying that, like he started off stressing that. You will see people's actions, but you won't see them. Like this right. is this is from like three years ago when, yeah. when they first started talking about it. So so maybe he, he and over time it's sort of his the messages got more and more towards yeah it's a one to one multiplayer. Yeah, you'll, so you'll see what, what other it, people. Maybe he was just like yeah we'll maybe we'll put it in, and then they just didn't mm. put it in because they ran out of time. Yeah, I mean maybe they were just counting on maybe if that's the case, it would be easy to think that you know the universe is so massive. We've got ages before yeah. anybody's going to Maybe they're still meet. working on it. Yeah. Maybe it's coming. Maybe it's not. People maybe. are pissed, though. I mean, yeah, kind of. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Um, do you care? Kind of not really because, yeah. again, it's like Elite Dangerous where it's that, it, like, you do sometimes see, you have the chance to see someone in Elite Dangerous. Okay. But you that's not the point pretty of, much don't. Yeah. That's not the, yeah. There's... And it seems like that's not the point of this either. It's not the point. So of what this. is the point? Good question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the point is to get to the center. Is that actually the point? Sounds very Molyneux. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Have you played Curiosity? You keep tapping. <laughs> yeah, you just tap. <laughs> it's just a planet Molyneux in the yep. middle. <laughs> it's just Peter Molyneux's head in the middle. Um, yeah, I mean, that, like, that, it. That's, that's the vague sort of um goal is to like get to the middle and you start off when you go first go to the um star map which we i just did for the first time yeah with you guys uh there is like a a path that's been sort of uh waypointed in a way for you yeah to the center sure. for you to follow i'm not following that it, it, yeah if you want to yeah if you want to and and uh, you know talking about like tutorials th there was a pop-up that said make your way to the center mm -hmm. but like that, I think that is just giving um, an otherwise like aimless game like something to focus on. Mm. So this is what almost I think exactly what Spore did. Yeah. Uh, in the, did you guys play Spore? Yeah, yeah. 
like you get to the space level and yeah. you made your you make your ship and the task I believe is get to the center of the galaxy and you basically have to planet hop. Okay. Um and people did not react well. <laughs> so Well Spore had Spore had a lot of other problems. Like, I, mean, I like Spore. Gonna go, whatever. Did, did you? So you like? I did. Getting to space and then every ten seconds, like having, oh, this planet is under attack, and no matter what, that planet somehow can't look after itself. So you right. have to manually fly over there. Yeah, or but you 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 give up on that. You just you embrace the fact that's, that there it's a violent universe, and you've got your own personal mission that that's, you, want, you want to follow. That's not what like. Now we're just talking about Spore. <laughs> so with Spore, like the way Spore was. Uh, um, marketed what I thought it was going to be was that you get to that space stage, yeah. right? And you're no longer in a, in like an individual spore thing. <laughs> you're you're controlling like a galactic civilization. You right. know? It becomes an RTS at that yeah. point. That's what I was expecting. Okay. But no, that's you're still that one dude fl- flying a spaceship. Yep. Single handedly defending an entire empire by yourself. Like yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. I think we'll probably wait for you to play more yeah. of No Man's Sky before we talk about it. We'll probably talk yeah. about it some more. In the um, I do want to mention about uh, Steam reviews. Okay, yeah. Because um, it only, it's only been out like less than a day, half yep. a day. Um, and it's been mixed. Mixed, <laughs> leaning leaning towards negative. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Expectations? No, not even that. Like, I, it's... Um, no tutorial. It's, it's, it's Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. It's um, it's crashing a lot on on PCs. Oh wow! And a lot of like every negative comment I I read, I scrolled through a, a bunch of them. They were all like, you know, saw the title screen and then it crashed, and mm. you know, or like, uh, it's 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 apparently like really taxing on even like decent computers. Wow! So it sounds like I was quite lucky that it just <laughs> runs fine on what, my computer. What kind of what kind of game developer has a game that has performance issues? Ugh! I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a very good game yeah, film. No. Yeah, but um, yeah, like I was, it's kind of a bummer because like it's a great game. It's an awesome game. Yeah, if you like, it'd be a different that. story if you had some of those issues. Oh yeah, if I, yeah, if I was, if That's I true. came on here and was like, I have, I've it's crashed a hundred times. I can't. Yep. it's unplayable. Then I was like there'd a be no kid on Christmas, and then yeah, <laughs> I wonder how much of this. It'd be is... like real Christmas to me. <laughs> I wonder how much of this is. It's a it's a heavily publicized game, and these are people who are not ordinarily PC gamers and don't have a PS4, and they go, well, the only avenue I have for it is PC. I have this, you know, four-year-old Dell laptop. I'm sure it'll run fine. Oh, it could be, yeah. You know, they don't, the, a lot, like, if you are not a PC gamer, you may not take hardware into consideration. That's true. Um, we get that, I think we see that quite a lot on... on People running, like, 10-year-old... Yeah, yeah. Windows XP, the, what the... It's, it, it, <laughs> there is... At some point, you have to draw a line in the sand and say, we don't support yeah. your hardware. Um, Maybe that right. is the case, but yeah, I just I just thought that was a real bummer that... Well, let's see how it pans out over the next couple of weeks, yeah. and then we'll talk about uh, talk about some more. Let's talk about... Let's, let's do some questions, because we've got some email questions, cool. and we're running out of time here. Wow. Um, uh, let's start with... Uh, this is an email question from Rock Dog. Rock Dog! Rock Dog! <laughs> Rock Dog! Uh... First of all, I'm going to read out the nice comment he said, because oh. <laughs> ego. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Nice work on the show. It's always a good listen. Here are a couple of questions for you. Why did you say that? It's always a good listen so sarcastically. <laughs> because I know the truth. Uh, yeah. 
Um, and by the way, if you want to email your own sarcastic questions, uh, it's frenziequestions at gmail.com. You think it's always a good idea. always a good idea to email us. Uh, no, actually, it, it is. is. What yeah, are you yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> you should email us. We, we love hearing from you guys. Definitely and, email and, us. And tweet at us at FrenzyCast and Facebook.com slash FrenzyCast. You know, you know the drill if you've listened. Um, okay, so his questions. In an earlier episode, someone mentioned that they were reading the Mistborn books, which I also enjoyed. Could the Mistborn source material be uh, used to make a successful video game, or is the quote-unquote magic and lore too, con- too convoluted? I can see potential for some sort of mix between The Witcher and Dishonored set in that universe, but maybe it could work uh, in another game, in another genre. So, uh, Severn and I, yeah, it sounds don't like a Blake series <laughs> statement. Oh, Blake, um, so have... it's, fun- it's funny that because like I would, I've just read like the last two Witcher books, not Witcher books, um, Mistborn books, yep, and the Witcher books too. Um, but yeah, like l- reading those with the magic system, it totally sounds like it would be perfect for a video game. Yep. Um, because um, because the Witcher is such a good because the Witcher is such an Mm. ace book (laughs) better than GTA book and better yeah so much better those lords let me tell you (laughs) I haven't seen a single magic spell in GTA oh what yeah oh shit there is a yeti in GTA what about carrying infinite like guns and stuff is that that not magic (laughs) wait you can carry infinite guns infinite guns well it seems like there's no limit to your like the max amount of guns you can carry what yeah but I thought, I thought phys- that was... the physics on that game I were so good. I think that's magic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's magic. Yeah. He's got a... Uh... But sorry. All right, sorry anyway. Let's stay on topic. Yeah, get, topic. Get, get, Go get, get on. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, the Mistborn magic system, like, it, it sounds like when you read those books, it sounds like it's perfect for a video game. Yeah. Um, because, ev- like, uh, they're, uh, they're basically like X-Men in a way. Okay. Like, they have... There are, like, specific... Um, there are these people that... Um, are born with this ability, yep. Uh, and the ability is activated by ingesting metal. <laughs> and the okay. and the way they do it is like they have like a little <laughs> little vial that usually has like alcohol in with like f- like shavings of a metal, okay. and they drink it. And they, they like activate vodka with like gold flakes in it. Yeah, gold, gold yeah. slog or whatever. Yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. Okay. And um, the way they activate it is what the it it basically like uh, dissolves into their body and then will stay there until they activate it. Right. Um, and depending on what they ingest, um, it creates like different abilities. So one one could be um, it can pull, you can become Magneto and pull metal towards you or push yep. it or things like that. There are other ones that like influence people's minds. There are ones that like slow down time and sounds, stuff like sounds that. Sounds quite similar to like the plasmid system. In yeah, it, it is Bioshock. actually it is yeah. Um, but also like. Um, so like those kind of powers would be yep. perfect for like a video game. Yep. Um, and also like it basically has a class type system like built in like a like a video game because uh, only like you can only use uh, one of those things. Like you're only born with the ability to use one or or like maybe two or or something. And uh, there are very special people that can use all of them, and they're called misborn. Mm. Um, so that that sounds like it's perfect for yep. you know video game yep. powers and stuff, but the actual like application of that, I I think would be quite difficult in the video game, like pushing metal towards you, or, or like pushing from like. Well, gravity guns exist, and yeah, I, I guess that's an old mechanic at this there point. Are, so, pushing metal, for instance, sure. is is one of the most common, and they can basically fly because you know, like Magneto, he's just using. Um, magnetic waves to yeah magnetic waves around you but um it also creates like 
these um, beams from your body to metal points, and those are the specific things that you push and pull on. Yep. And so, like, that sort of thing in a video game would, like, All get right, a little so, messy. But that's, I mean, th this is the sort of thing that you would brush over. You wouldn't care about the exact, like, magnetic yeah, waves. Yeah, I, I in, suppose in so. It would just be like, yeah, yeah if, you're, if you've got the magnet power, you can hover. You just hold, you, you can just fly kind of yeah. thing. But then you'd have to, like, if you go out into the the country where there's no, like, like metal yeah, buildings and stuff, then you're, whoa, whatever, you, yeah. you can't do anything. And then you need specific points of metal. Yeah, okay. Kind of thing. Or you just set the game in a city and then you can just fly right. forever. So, so he has other questions and we're running out of time. <laughs> yeah. So I want to I get to them. Um, uh, but I'll, I will say that, um, <laughs> I'll just, I will say that Dishonored, I felt, came very, very close to, like what a Mistborn game could be, okay, and probably because, like you just said, it's sort of, it, it sort of just brushed, brushes over like the the finite details that um are in the books, right? Kind of thing, like it, in in Dishonored, if you want to get to a ledge, shoom, you just right. click a button and you're on the ledge, yeah. like you don't have to worry about what specific the angle metal and, speed and whatever, yeah, you're... yeah, so. This one that came pretty close, I cool. think. Yeah. yeah, dude, what a what a massive topic. We should have laid with that or something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> we can yeah, because it looks like you could just keep talking yeah. about it. Dude, we can come back to that. Like well, those books are like. Why don't we do an episode about, uh, about 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 Mistborn? Well, dude. no, about about like um a video game appropriations of things we like. Yeah, that that could be, be cool. Yeah. Um, but let's move on to this next question. Uh, he also mentioned in the past that we listened to and were possibly inspired by the Idle Thumbs podcast. Um, and he also says you guys are far less annoying to listen to. I mean, don't say that. Um, I, I like thank you. Thumbs. What other podcasts are, are you guys into? Uh, I will say I don't listen to Idle Thumbs. I, I listen you to guys, Idle Thumbs. You guys do. I, I did at one point. Yeah, I'm off it. Um, I've I listened to uh, This American Life, Planet Money, uh, Reply All, Startup. Mm -hmm, Startup's good. Uh, and I just started listening. Yeah, Gimlet. <laughs> I, I have a Gimlet shirt. I was I was a member. <laughs> What's um, Gimlet? Gimlet's Gimlet a podcast Media. company. Oh, okay. Um, and, and I've just started listening to Science Versus Today. Uh, science Versus is awesome, by the way. Who wins, Science or Today? So far, Science. Yeah? Oh. <clears throat> um, not Science Versus. Oh, I see. <laughs> Wait, what is it? <laughs> science Versus is the name, and I started listening to it today. Oh. <laughs> today I, is the day look, I started listening I to know. Science Versus. Okay, here's the thing. I don't. I've never heard of this podcast before. I thought you were saying the title of the podcast is Science Versus joke, Today, and I was like, "No, I was making a funny joke." <laughs> um, Science Versus Today sounds like a really good podcast name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it actually does. <laughs> yeah. Um, what am I on? I'm, I'm listening to the best podcast in the universe, No Agenda. Oh man, <laughs> um, this is where you get all your Trump info from. Man, um, Sarah and I, the collective podcast, heads about that. Hey, dumb hey, podcast. let me finish off this list. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of giant bomb. Jeez, uh, giant bomb is uh, good. A whole yeah, the collective podcast is what I've been marathoning right now, which is really good. Right, that's the. Um, they just recently had an episode with Richard Taylor. Yeah, it's, it's, you, you got me onto that. That's really cool. They had one with like Ollie Moss, and I've scrolled oh, through. Oh yeah, and got three like, hours with Ollie Moss. Yeah, that's yeah, incredible. <laughs> yeah. Who's Ollie Moss? Who's... Ollie Moss is the art director of Firewatch, but he's he's oh. got wicked Star Wars posters. Uh, he he's um, yeah, his Star Wars posters. Are he's fantastic. legit Googler's Googler's. I, I art. love his art direction. And, yeah, and, and he um, he's also beautiful. done. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure this is true. <laughs> he's also done like some covers for like Harry Potter. Oh yeah, like, dude! Check out his Potter. website. He's got all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and the w one other one is CG Garage, which is uh, a V Ray Chaos Group oh. podcast, and uh, th that's really cool. 
Could, because the guy's just going around to like VFX studios. Oh, yeah. Because he, he works for V-Ray. Right. And he would just talk about them. And he, he talked to the guys who made Game of Thrones a little while ago. Oh, nice. um, so, so it's just awesome. Like VFX. Is that all, is that all uh, digital stuff? Or like it's a podcast, yeah, it's digital. No, I mean like the 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 visual. <laughs> they, they mail you, yeah, an, uh, yeah, it's a cassette tape man. once a month. But <laughs> it's like, is it like old Netflix where you just get a, yeah, a CD in the CD. mail and you, uh-huh. you have to post it back? Yeah, it's V-Ray, dude. Yeah, so it is all yeah. about digital. It's uh, okay. production houses, yeah. basically. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, so I I listened to uh, Giant Bomb and uh, Beast Cast and Beast Cast, which is their like. New York. Uh, New York version. I actually like. I actually like that one more. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, because I of just like the personalities. Yeah, yeah. I think you guys get away with listening to longer and looser podcasts than I do, because um, when I'm at, you guys listen to podcasts at work while you're working. Yeah. You work on visual yeah. stuff, and the language doesn't sort of interact with that. Um, when I'm at work, because a lot of what I do involves language, like if I'm answering emails or whatever, mm. um, it's hard to listen to someone talking. And also be writing at the same time. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I get that as well. Like if I need to chat to someone about something, I'd need to turn off whatever yeah. I'm listening to. Yeah, I, can, I um, can't even listen to music with words in it. Like if there's oh, lyrics, right. I'm yeah. like, uh, I can't well, it, de- to it. it also depends on how hard I'm concentrating on something. Like if I'm really concentrating <laughs> on something, I can't listen to anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I'm well, that's the thing because like you figure like when you first start a a, a um an issue, you're yeah. trying to figure out how you're gonna do it. And then at some point it sort of clicks and then yep. you're basically just carrying out what you've got planned in your yep. head. Yep. And then you can listen to whatever you want. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm listening to like Giant Bomb and Beast Cast. Idle Thumbs. I really like Idle Thumbs. But Bim um, Bam, he's still on that? Uh, yeah, I'm listening to my brother my brother and me. Yep. Um, they're really good. Not as much lately. Uh, they, they're, they're spin-off though, Adventure Zone. I'm listening to that <laughs> like crazy. D&D podcast. Yeah, they have a D&D podcast that comes out um, every two weeks and it's it's probably the funniest podcast i've ever ever heard is that it's like three brothers and their dad like playing dungeons and dragons <laughs> yeah the dad's fun. like a radio announcer he's, yeah he's quite a character it's really good um but i also listened to i got into like paranormal podcasts recently listen to oh a, wait with the guy the lizard guy the lizard man oh, guy? David, david ike is he the guy yeah yeah okay. um yeah i've listened to an interview with him and yeah that guy he's he's <laughs> pretty legit he's got some ideas <laughs> um but there's a there's a really really good podcast if you if you like Paranormal stuff like aliens, Bigfoot, like, I don't know, conspiracy theories, just stuff like that. There's a podcast called Mysterious Universe. Mm-hmm. And sounds I li- terrible. It's great. It's an Aussie podcast. <laughs> yeah, it sounds terrible. <laughs> but um, they, <laughs> they, they approach it like they're quite open-minded about things, but mm-hmm. not so open-minded that they'll believe anything. Right. Like there are episodes where... Okay, what, what do they believe? Um, Give me an example of something they believe. Uh, hollow they believe, they, hollow they, moon. They are... <laughs> Flat Earth, <laughs> yeah. uh, lizard people. Lizard people. <laughs> um, I like they. Okay, just like the standard stuff. <laughs> what? We didn't like land flat on the moon. Earth, <laughs> lizard people. No, but the standard stuff, like you know, the universe is so vast, it has to be intelligent life, and, okay, and yeah, sure. maybe aliens have visited us. Like I, uh, like they would say that there's enough circumstantial evidence or anecdotal evidence from people right. that there is definitely something going on uh, with that. Uh, no. same, same with Bigfoot. There's enough like anecdotal stuff no. that maybe there's something really? there. But that's the thing. They're like, yeah, maybe there is. Like this is what they're saying. <laughs> then, but then they will have an entire they'll they'll have an entire podcast where they're just tearing apart this book about invisible Sasquatches <laughs> that are 
Well, at least they've drawn a line somewhere. Invisible Sasquatch, Sasquatch is, is totally real, but invisible? They're, no they're, way, man. Because they're extra dimensional. <laughs> Sasquatch is 100% visible. But that, that's the thing. They're just like, no, this is ridiculous. And they just spend an entire podcast like making fun of this this legitimate so, red, like published book about this like garbage stuff. Well, legitimate is, you know. Well, I mean, anyone can publish yeah. a book these days, but still. Um, but yeah, I've they take gone... issue with the fact that Sasquatch is invisible. <laughs> they're fine with the fact that there's a Sasquatch. Well, they're fine. They're fine with the fact <sighs> that maybe there is like, I mean, they're a very like, they're a very sort of maybe podcast. They're not sitting there going, well, yeah, of course, there's like an alien agenda, blah blah blah, whatever. I want hard conclusions. If I listen no, to some, no. if someone said, yeah, maybe there's global warming, <laughs> that's not interesting. <laughs> Um, but, here, like, come on. but here's the thing. I'm enjoying this podcast so much. They have a uh, plus subscription. No. <laughs> like, don't tell me you've subscribed. Yeah. No. So not only I get, like, I was just getting a one hour podcast a week, right? Jeez. Now I get a, 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 an extended version of that one hour podcast plus a, a podcast, another, another podcast during that week for their, just for their, like, subscribers. And I and I had access to like a year's worth of like their back catalog that oh. I just like listened to. That yeah. was amazing. It was fantastic. You need you need old conspiracy theory. It's podcasts. great. Yeah, but then oh not... sweet, I can listen to conspiracy theories from a year ago. You should like seriously. You should listen to it because like should I? They're not. Then they're not like <laughs> in it. You know, they they they're not drinking the Kool Aid. They're you say that, but they're they believe in the Sasquatch. They're serving up the Kool-Aid <laughs> and just saying this this shit's like ridiculous. And they go to like those paranormal conferences and they, there are like certain people that they know that are just like this this person is like full of like, it's just spewing out garbage, but we're going to go watch it and report back on it because it's like entertaining. Okay. Is it is it funny? Yeah. Is it intentionally funny? Yeah. Mm. It is. Like they're not up there talking about reptilians and stuff uh, with a straight face uh, you should watch it it's really good oh you should listen to it it's really good jet fuel can't melt steel beams <laughs> oh <laughs> man oh yeah oh that, man yeah, you know anyway um all right well, uh, <laughs> we'll one? let's do one more one <laughs> last question one last question this is or this well this is this is gonna be quick fire okay mm -hmm. all right um we and we're gonna start with you Severn. all right yes you can ask me the question. Okay, oh, okay good. That was, that was the question. <laughs> oh, Phew. Oh, okay. This is, this is from Belle at Ninja Kiwi. Oh. She emailed us and said... Friend of the show. Um, apparently. I, I've never met her. Okay. Shout out to I Belle. Don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think she you. listens anymore. <laughs> Belle, Belle, you don't listen. You're never going to hear this. Um, top three Pokemon to be stuck in a cave with for a year. Go, Severn. Now. Ooh. Wait. Talk. Dude, I need Answer. to... Three Pokemon. Go. In, a, in a cave, I need a fire. Cave. Give me a Charmander. Okay, good. I need something to eat. Give me a Farfetch. Okay. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Good call. That's and fantastic. I need some water. Give me give me a Squirtle. Oh, oh man. that's pretty good. But what happens when we eat your Farfetch? It's a year. Oh, shit. Um, I'll evolve the uh, the Squirtle to a Blastoise and just hoard that shit. No, and, no, no, and no, cook, no. Cook. Oh, yeah. You could, you could eat. Uh, right. I need a Snorlax or something, right? I think, I think you're on the right track, but execute. It's oh. a whole bunch of oh. eggs, right? <laughs> yeah. Then it turns into a, a no executor because it's like a tree that grows eggs. Tree egg? Yeah, yeah, okay. Blake, go. Is that like a, there are way too many questions for this, man? Yeah, I, is I it, need is to know there what like kind a, of cave. Uh, plant Pokemon that you could like pick, eat its <laughs> leaves, and it would grow back. Mm. Uh, I reckon. I reckon like you could with a Venusaur. Yeah, I mean they've got razor leaf, back. right? You just get yeah. like a razor leaf or rock. So you just eat then... its leaves, like it's not. 
delicious, but it might sustain you for a year. But also okay. a cave for a year. I think suicide is kind of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which one can tie a rope? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need an execute to hang my rope. <laughs> so uh, my first thought, this might say where my head is at, Yeah. but my first thought was that I would just have like a bunch of jiggly puffs and just sleep the whole year. Right. Yeah. That's. A, I was thinking oh, something yeah. similar. That lullaby is probably pretty useful. Yeah. Although, you know what? Chancy. Chancy's big and squishy, mm. has a giant egg in her pouch. I don't oh, know why. Right. You can just and, eat that and, and, and it'll the, lay another one. That, yeah, she feeds you the egg, right? Yeah. And then Does it do it does lullaby, right? Uh I don't know if she has a lullaby. Well you have a jigglypuff for that. I think jigglypuff is a good pillow. Uh I mean, sure, why not? It's better than Um I I have serious doubts about having any water Pokemon that produces water because <laughs> Oh, where's that water coming from? Oh, <laughs> you know, Squirtle, you look way too heavy. Give me this one. <laughs> Wait, a- lemonade. Um, Where did you get this from, Squirtle? <laughs> uh, I reckon that Farfetch call was good. Yeah, though. that was that oh. was solid. Yeah, we had some that is just far-fetched. one meal though. Yeah, That's the- yeah. Farfetch was the is the only a Pokemon that established yeah. as being eaten. I think. Yeah, so we we actually talked about that off the podcast. <laughs> yeah, like- we talking about in in Pokemon lore. Farfetch'd was hunt, hunted nearly to extinction because it's so delicious. And the, the name Farfetch'd, in like, in the, or the, the, the Farfetch'd Japanese name um, is some, like, saying that means uh, a duck comes with a leak, which basically means it's it's an unexpected convenience because mm. you cook the duck with the leak. And so <laughs> when you think about it that way, it's, yeah, it's, it's really messed, messed up. up. <laughs> like, it's just carrying mm-hmm. around its own garnish. It's, it's like, it's, come and eat me. Yeah. I'm ready. Oh, my God. It's like... Coming around with a, a turkey with a baster. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Cow with a meat grinder. <laughs> Cow carrying two buns around. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll be back uh, in a couple weeks, probably, if, if we're not too busy crunching on, on the current expansion. Uh, if you have any questions, email us, frontseatcast, uh, frontseatquestions at gmail.com. Uh, or you can tweet at us, at frontseatcast. Facebook.com slash frontseatcast. So you can contact us there. We always... Post stuff, um, and by we I mean Severn and Blake. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty active. I do on read that. it though, and occasionally oh. I'll comment. <laughs> yeah, you do like something. I do. Yeah, do I just I, like I'm not a Facebook poster. Right, it's not my thing. It's not my jive. Uh, and our website, uh, frenziegamer.wordpress.com. Tell your friends. Um, if you've told a friend, tell us. Yeah, yeah. How about yeah. that? All right, we'll be back in a couple weeks. See ya. Bye. Yeah, you started talking. I was like, uh-oh. He's starting with, like, the orientation. So, Mistborn. Picture a vista. Imagine a world. <laughs> a mountain rises in the background. You, a sullen young woman, ride in on a tired horse. Greet her at the gates. <laughs>